The question in my mind is, how do you create or relaunch a highly profitable and successful six to seven figure business? With so much conflicting advice about the best ways to start and grow your business, how do you get it right the first time? I want to help entrepreneurs make a real difference and navigate the messy world of startup or relaunch. My name is John North, and this is the Startup Secrets for Entrepreneurs show. Join me today when we dig deep with our guests and get you the best blueprint so you can fast track your own business. This episode is sponsored by Volpreneur.app, your all-in-one online business system. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes at StartupSecrets.show right now. So let's get into the day's episode. My name is Martin Renault from Freedom Potential and EditOnTheSpot.com. I was just appeared on Startup Secrets with John North. And you should really watch that show. It was a great conversation about startups, uh, how to pivot, and how to make sure that you are never caught again um, you're with your pants down in a pandemic. Tune in. So today, my very special guest is Martin Reynolds, who's a experienced photographer and producer and start of the founder of Freedom Potential. So welcome, Martin, to the show. Hi, John. How you doing? Cool, man. So it's good to see, um, you know, introducing or interviewing some Australians. I've had a, quite a few lately on the show, so it's really cool. Um, yep. So given your accent, I'm, I'm guessing you weren't necessarily born in Australia? <laughs> Correct. I uh, was born in Ottawa, Canada, um, uh, French-Canadian. Right. Okay. <clears> cool. One of those guys. <laughs> well, I reckon Australians and Canadians have got a lot to do with common, I think. It's very, very, uh, I think we get on fairly well. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. I love being here. Yeah. I've been here uh, 14 years or something. Right. Nice. Cool. Naturalized. Yeah. yeah okay. You've had the passport and everything. Cool. So, in terms of video production, how long have you been... Um, in that sort of game, did you start off with that sort of thing or did you sort of move? Yeah, so um, well, I, actually I come from um, a background in um, contemporary arts, uh, electronic arts and um, installations, multimedia performances. And uh, so I started my career in video production, film TV in 2004, 2005. So it's, it's over 15 years. Mm. Um, and basically um, started in Montreal, then in Melbourne, then in Sydney, and now I'm on the Gold Coast. Um, every time... You just kept going working, to walking places, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we're like uh, traveling um, to the warmer climates. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You've been North Queensland next year. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, basically working for... Um, so the first 12 years of my career... 11 years of my career, I, I was um, managing and directing um, non-profit organization, screen resource centers that are um, basically dedicated to help um, emerging and independent filmmakers, um, offering a whole range of services from studio equipment hire, uh, production support, networking, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And um, as well as a RTO. So um, like I've helped develop and, and put together courses in um, uh, directing, um, start for ad dip in um, screen and media and that type of, um, of uh, projects. And then, um, then I started my, my own uh, production company as a sole trader and 
from last year uh, with the pandemic pivots. Um, we started a PDOI uh, limited freedom potential and um, established a studio on the Gold Coast um, mm -hmm. so we can uh, welcome our clients um, in, in our studio instead of uh, hiring venues and, uh, and other studios, especially when they close down. That is yeah. not a great business. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> like, um, at least if you can, you can stay within some rules when, you, when you've got your own facilities, but when you've got to go to someone else's, there's all sorts of crazy stuff they'll come up with on you, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, and because our, our speciality is live events, so um, filming and live streaming live events and uh, and hybrid events. So w when when the pivot happened, um, we basically really focused on those hybrid events, um, meaning that, uh, well, in our studio, we have a capacity for 30 people in the room, mm -hmm. um, as well as, you know, un obviously unlimited um, uh, participants online. And when we're talking about hybrid events, um, it's, it basically means that there's interaction between um, the presenters, the crowds and online. So, you know, we have facilities with different screens and um, uh, PA and microphones to basically have these interaction going. Mm. Um, I mean, it's and, not much different to a TV show, isn't it? At the end of the day, like it's you know, pretty much like a like a TV show. It's like a one man band TV show. That's that's our big innovation. Is that after doing like five years of uh, multi cam um, uh, projects and live streaming in uh, in Sydney, and when I moved to to the Gold Coast, I started working on a solo operated three camera plus slides and overlays um, live stream system, uh, live event system. So basically, it allows one operator to um, you know to to basically operate three cameras slides overlays sounds and kind oh. of you know make it work wow. <laughs> because I mean I, I mean I did some um, production in, in LA and the guy that I work with he had a camera guy he had him he had a uh, had a sound guy working for him as well so it was all these sort of people running around and so that's a big cost to them yeah, sure the overall of result wasn't it and yeah you talk about an interesting thing about multi-camera because that's something that um, you know most people don't sort of understand or see is that if you do a multi-camera kind of a scenario where I will basically and you probably explain it better than me but having multiple cameras at different angles makes the even if you're editing the final result a lot better right because you've got those different angles to be able to bring in with the same sound oh uh, yeah absolutely it's so much better and the thing is <clears throat> so you know with the um, uh, the big shift, you know, towards video conferencing, mm -hmm. uh, towards uh, Zoom, uh, Zoom calls and whatnot, is that everyone is kind of stuck behind, um, just behind their laptop or their, or their computer or their desktop. There, however, when you come to facilities like us, um, you can actually present, right? So you can mm -hmm. stand, walk around. Um, we have like a big display on on, on stage, so you know you can address, you know, your PowerPoint, say, uh, or present, uh, um, present um, videos or, or, you know, drag through websites or have a, a Zoom guest, you know, like live and then talk to them and, and back and kind of have this, this, um, this, this more fluid and more, um, you know, yeah, more fluid experience really of, um, of any sort of presentation or training or um, podcast, uh, interview, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and with, the, with this system, basically what it is, is we have like a wide angle that, sh that shows what's happening on, on stage. And then we have a close-up, which follows the um, like a operated um, close-up that follows the presenter or follows the action. And then we have another 
camera. If there's if there's a crowd, then the camera shows the crowd, gotcha. and then suddenly you have three angles to work with. So you can take a question from the crowd, and then and, and then we see who's who, who's there, you know, who's in the audience, you know, uh, asking the question, and then we can have this this um, you know this live switch. Basically, that's what we're doing. We're, we're sw switching live between those sources. Or yeah. if there's um, uh, like uh, some type of operation, like a, a kitchen show, for example, we can have an overhead camera, and then that's the third angle, and we can work you know around that. We look can just be creative it. with um, with those angles. Because it makes a lot really of difference. Because if you make a mistake, Absolutely. you know, when you've got no only one angle, <laughs> it's very difficult to fix. It's almost impossible to fix that. Whereas you got that other exactly. kind of transition. Well, that's the, yeah. that's the minimum. The minimum is really for any sort of interview work, you know, in, in video production, you have two cameras minimum. So exactly as you say, when you, when you make a mistake, you can cut to the next camera. Mm. Uh, most people do this in post-production, but when we can do this in uh, during the production, the live production, it just makes the workflow so much faster. So basically, you know, like what we do is um, if you, you know, you book the studio or we also work on location, obviously, um, and um, it's a turnkey environment, so you just walk in, bring your slides, um, set yourself up, we mic you up, we light you up properly, and um, you know, be basically ready to, to deliver your, um, uh, your content. And typically there are like longer forms, so an hour, two, a whole day, five, six, seven days, nine days, we've done some really long mm -hmm. um, events, and even you know, like for nine days straight, 12 hours a day, people on the live stream, you know, at home, like being like scotched to their like 90% or uh, 95% of the of, of the audience like remain. It's just there, you know, for 12 hours at a time. We were always really impressed by that. Um, and that's just because of the of the, you know, the interaction and the comfort of, of home as well. Cool. But where, where I was going with this is um, is that, um, you know, you, you basically um, it's like a walk-in solution, and um, and from those longer form uh, content, we um, repurpose this this material. Yeah. Um, so we create, for example, we have a social media clip package. So, and that's really important when yeah, whatever you 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 record, um, like how to maximize the impact of your um, of your content is really is repurposing. So, mm. where is it going to go? How I'm going to promote it? Um, uh, do uh, keep snippets, you know, uh, find the gold nuggets, uh, and then reformat for different um, different platforms and uh, for different purposes, right? So yeah. um, do a lot of that. Just think one thing, right? Because at the end of the day, even in you know, in a video scenario like what we're doing, we're we're creating a video, we also create an audio, and and at the end of the day, you'll create a transcript from that as well. So you've actually created three Absolutely. different pieces of content that Absolutely. the internet considers three different pieces of content <laughs> like they don't consider it all the same yes yes and john um i i know that your your show and and your you know interest is, is all around startups so i mean technically i would say freedom potential is a startup because we're big because it's 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 starting up however yeah. um from Freedom Potential P2A Limited, uh, we have now created another entity called Edit on the Spot, which is an actual tech startup, uh, and that we have um, my, my partner and I, my business partner and I, we have, um, and we are steering um, as a tech startup, as a 
Um, it's our way to. It was our second pivot, I would say, in in the year. So after we, you know, after we lost all our contracts um, in on locations in in venues, hotels, and, and whatnot, and open our studio here, Freedom Potential. Um, like we were having a, a walk around the lake here, and we were asking ourselves, okay, so how can we bulletproof ourselves mm. from any sort of you know, economic downturn or some yeah. sort of, you know, crisis. It's a very good or, question to ask yourself, I think, in small business. I think a lot of people forget in small business that they don't ask themselves that question until they actually get shot, <laughs> right? It's almost like yeah. you get shot and if you live in, you know, and everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the, hit in the face. <laughs> Exactly, and and we did. I mean, yeah, like we before, uh, up until March, like we were running two or three events uh, per per day, you know, like over the weekends and you know three four days a week, and you know, um, just two weeks before I was in in, in Vegas uh, filming uh, for you know a large conference, and well, I had two teams here working on other um, events, and it was it was it was crazy. It was like there was a really oh, high big. <laughs> know in business and then everything went flat mm. so so yeah so we thought okay well let's um let's find a studio let's find our own place so we can have our own uh, uh, you know be private in our own you know setup yeah. however the next step it was is edit on the spot so we thought okay how can we go global with mm. with mm. video production because you know it's still if you have a studio, it's great, but you're still limited by the number of days and number of hours in, in, in a day. And yes, you can, you know, add fries with this and kind of, you know, repurpose materials. So you, you, you have more income and then you create more value. Sure. But there's, there's a limit to that. And we thought, well, what can, how can we just blew it up, blow it up? And, um, and so we came up with this concept, you know, about um, repurposing clips because my um, my interest for from all these years is to like how to optimize workflow, how to make this, you know, just like what I was explaining about the um, live shows, right? The um, the, the multi cam shows. Um, now we uh, we edit on the spot. We edit while you're filming remotely on demand. So basically, this conversation we're having right now on Zoom. Um, and I'm sure that you'll be interested in the service. Um, basically, we are able to capture the feed and having an, an editor for now manually um, editing in the background while we're speaking. So tip and tail, you know, the whole program okay. creates segments from all those, you know, questions that um, that you ask me and my answers. Uh, create social media clips in Instagram, Square, Vertical, you know, uh, with titles, calls to actions, and uh, with wow. templates that we created in advance, all of this multiple assets while we're talking, while we're filming, and then deliver it like shortly after. So this is what we're wow. actually in beta now. We're offering this uh, this service already. It's called Edit on the Spot at EditOnTheSpot.com. Nice. And it's compatible with Zoom. Um, we can capture studio cameras like what we'll be doing here. Um, it's compatible with uh, Google Hangouts, with Teams. Uh, you can run a Facebook Live or uh, a, a YouTube um, live stream. And then we basically capture it in the background and work on it on the background. And our idea is to automate this process mm -hmm. as much as possible, um, first through the, the interface, but also um, the editing process through machine learning and artificial intelligence. And then um, basically, 
um, launch a global platform where uh, where people can, at a touch of a button and a selection, you know, of a menu, um, uploading your logo, your brand guide, you can basically get um, edited material straight out of any live stream, video conferencing, live stream, or studio operation that um, that you're doing. Wow! So Incredible. that's our big. Mm. You know, that's our big call right now. That's and, our and big. It is a good bulletproof scenario because at the end of the day, you, you don't have any barriers to that scenario outside technology, right? So you don't have the situation where someone's hotel room is going to, you know, you're going to shut something down or, or someone's going to be sick that day. You, you actually can virtually set it up. So would then the person that's, they run the software then? That basically it's almost like you're just paying for the software and you're just running this part of what you're doing. Is that how it works? Uh, pretty much, yeah. So it's a it's a it's a SaaS product, so a um, software as service product, uh, and um, will work as a, as a web app and as a integrations to the different uh, to the di- different system. So right now we're offering it manually um, uh, over you know over IP, and um, you know we have a booking form on the on on the website, whatnot. Uh, that allows us to. We have a way to connect to those different systems, but we're going to automate them. So we're working first on the Zoom integration. Basically, it's it's going to be in the um, in the App Store of of Zoom. You can download, uh, edit on the spot, and then you know there's basically the menus that take you through the um, the process there. Um, so yeah, so web app and and uh, integrations for the different um, platforms. Yeah, and I mean, are, and you're, you're kind of taking a bit by bit. So I mean, sometimes manually doing it in any sort of project doesn't matter whether it's technical or whatever. It's but manually doing the process until you you find it, fine tune it, is a lot better than actually developing and then realizing you made this massive mistake in the way you spec'd it, and then suddenly the whole thing doesn't work properly because that's what usually happens with a tech startup. So you take the wrong direction too quick. That's exactly that's exactly right, and you, you know you're specialists and 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 startups so um like you would know that um it's really important to test the market first you know as you're saying so that's what we've we've done we actually um this is a this is a project that's three months old and um and you know we registered the business like a month ago and um and but it's it's going incredibly fast i think that's the nature of 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 startups as well it's like you just gotta (laughs) hit the ground and run and run and that's exactly what you run the big guys then because the big guys are usually fairly fat and they can't run right so it's like that's right that's right that's why we're so so fast And uh, what I was about to say, uh, yeah, so we're like in advance, way in advance on our roadmap uh, because we've, we've already, we were planning to, you know, to only be able to connect to Zoom like in three months, but we're already doing it and we're already onboarding clients for that. The, the, the important thing is, um, again, is, is market data. So we started uh, with this idea and then we enrolled into Startup on Ramp, which is a, like a free online program that's delivered at least from the, in, the, in Queensland um, by the government. Mm-hmm. And we um, also uh, enrolled in uh, Techstar uh, Startup Weekend, which is like a, a boot camp, like a, a weekend boot camp where, where you, well, you literally like, you know, pitch your idea and then, um, and, and then try to put your business together, like, collect yourself within a weekend you know within 72 hours with a with a team and then and then pitch your um your idea create like your pitch deck your your budget your your minimum viable product you you know like just everything and like just launch the business in three days and so we did and we won that um uh that startup weekend techstar startup weekend on on the gold coast yeah and then from there 
um, as part of the prize was like, you know, so many hours of mentorship and then, you know, um, um, people, on, um, some of the juries were on accelerators. So they invited us to apply and then we applied on also uh, all many different accelerators, which is basically a way to, um, to take your business, you know, a startup basically to take your business from zero to, you know, to a mm-hmm. hundred and uh, as the fastest as possible. Um, and, and, you know, build traction. And then since then, yeah, we've been starting to enroll people to build traction, to look at, you know, what is, uh, what is required for, for patenting, um, what is required for capital raising, what is required for, you know, all sorts of aspects of, um, starting and beginning, you know, the beginning phase of a startup. Mm. Yeah, no, it's a great idea. And I think obviously if you can get that interest, it, it validates your idea. So you, if you're in a situation where you, you, you're fairly confident you've got the right idea and then you don't have to spend the next two years figuring out that you had the bad idea, <laughs> no one is willing to tell you that. So in the early days, it's good to, to know that you validated the idea and you know that it, it has traction because someone else will buy into it. So yeah, it's a tough one. Yep, yep. Mm. What's really, um, on that note, uh, what's really exciting is to see how... Um, like, well, the feedback that we receive, you know, because it obviously goes in all, all type of directions. We've contacted many podcasters, YouTubers, um, video production companies and, you know, um, offered them the service or asked them for their opinion and and uh, a bit of some ideas about your workflow. Actually, I'd love to know a little bit more about your workflow. I'd like you to tell me a little bit of how you actually um, you know, create your show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we just got so many different responses and, and so many new ideas. So then it's about like, how, how are we gonna, you know, how are we gonna package it and, and uh, get the product right? So we have the technology and the idea behind it, but what's the product? And so um, only just recently, we came up with a bunch of them, um, you know, um, use cases, basically. So yeah. how about how about you? How what's the what's the process for you to um, to create your show? Well, it's actually interesting because part of the reason for the show is for uh, to showcase our our actual SaaS app, which is Evolpreneur.app. And so yeah. what we do is part of the process. Which you want to notice is we do an application in there. So basically, a lot of the a lot of the problems with podcasters that I've seen is that it's very messy. So they've got um, a situation where they might have a Google Doc for the application and then you send some emails and then you, there's some other stuff somewhere else and then you've got to book an appointment and it's all over the place. And normally what happens too is if the guest falls off the rails and doesn't do the next steps, then you're doomed. So for example, they might say, oh, you're you now um, approved for the show, uh, we'll send you a form to fill out and then you never fill the form out, right? And so we set it up in our platform to have the application process. So you fill out the application, it flows into a, a ticket the ticket then, then we approve or decline it. We're building a bit of workflow for that to be actually more sophisticated. And then they take them through some steps. So basically, once the guest has been said, okay, you're a guest, here's your steps to do next. And they, they basically essentially tick off those steps. And that gives us an opportunity to kind of also, um, you know, engage with the, you know, the new guest and educate them about the show and all that kind of stuff. So, and then our platform also lets us do podcasting and upload it as well. So basically, the next step is that once we improve that podcast, it's going to set up an episode layout already from a template. So basically, your layout's all ready to go. And so as a, as a host, all you do is basically show up, and then you've got your, your episode ready to go with your transcript, you know, whatever you want to have on that for that show, um, information about the guest, all that kind of thing in one place. So almost it's a 10-second or, you know, like a 10-minute read-through of what they're about, and you're on, as opposed to trying to research them and and try and find stuff out. And at the end of that, 
um, process because you filled out the information in the application, we've automatically created your profile. So your actual profile for you as a guest is actually in a database already and displayable on the web. And we just we just link that profile to the episode. So that whole thing is totally almost automated outside the fact that we actually then just need to record the episode, upload the episode. And then we build subscribers off the database that we actually got in terms of our platform. And so as soon as mm. the episode gets launched, we just send out an email automatically and post to social media. So almost none of that process is is manual ultimately outside doing the show um, but at the same time the guest is working through the process so it's on him or her to show up right so they basically do the steps fill out the forms or fill out the answers and then as they progress it's just okay time to book the call so the first time I know a call is going to happen or an interview is going to happen is when I get the advice that oh you just got to show up at 10 o'clock so that's cuts that whole messy process down so like a really busy entrepreneur who hasn't got any technical skills typically you know they, they don't want to muck around with all that stuff so it's kind of like an end-to-end guesting system um, but at the same time you've created a community around that so there's a profile system in the back end like LinkedIn kind of thing and so people can connect and do all sorts of things so that's <laughs> that's the short story um, yeah no but that's that's fascinating because um yeah, that's, that's that's fascinating. I mean, we should definitely uh, collaborate because mm-hmm. you got one part, you know, yes. the, the podcast creation, and then and then we got the repurposing of of, of your show on on the other side. Yeah, and um, and yep. see like all this this um, user bookings uh, system, and then you know automation of the of the process, and then of the capture and 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 um, publication. Um, yeah. Uh, it's 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 basically very very similar to to the process that we're putting together and when you're saying you know like yeah you, you write a google form and then you know it's a bit messy and we're, we're still in that in that phase right we're just yeah. launching our beta so yeah we have a google form and then you know it becomes a um, you know a, a a spreadsheet that that then the editor you know like at work with but yeah that's that's you know a, pro- a product like yours um, allows to automate these services and um, make it so much smoother and most importantly for the retention you know because yeah. that's ultimately that's where we're looking for um, retention of guests in in your case and and also to automate the um, the process of creating podcasts and um, and live uh, recordings mm. and then. Yeah, and then I, and then on our, our side is uh, a similar thing. However, it's about repurposing the, yeah, the content. Because the thing very, is, very that cool. at the end of the day, you can do so much automation, but at the end of the day, a human being needs to look at it because a human being needs to look at it the other end. So it's almost a, the yeah, computer absolutely. might think it's a good idea, but it's not. And and the other thing we worked on, which we we were sort of close to finishing, is actually a um, on-demand video component to our system, where it allows the the person. So when you're doing a show. You could have a series of episodes. We can actually build that in a Netflix style inside our platform, so they can actually oh, yeah, yeah. have a series of shows go out that are actually video shows, and have subscribers or, or things like that. In terms of that, people might be paying for content in a kind of a, like an on-demand type of thing. So we see the same thing you're seeing in terms of the the big demand now, and it was slowly getting there last year. In some respects, it's, I wouldn't say the pandemic's good for anybody, but it was good good because it what it did is push people into having that thought process about being bulletproof, you know, because they all thought, I can just get speaking gigs, I can do what I like. Suddenly the entire thing shut down. And so a lot of those people that are in that marketplace can't just go and do speaking gigs anymore. They've got to pivot 
And so, and then they don't really understand how to do it properly on a, on a Zoom call. So they kind of like try to, <laughs> try to muddle way there through. So I think there's a big opportunity there for that repurposing the market. But also, you know, he likes a Tony Robbins who spent, you know, zillions on building studios and stuff because he knows that he'll probably never be able to really travel in the level that he's was before. But he can't, mm-hmm. you know, he's still yeah, sure. that thousands of people. So, yeah, I think it's an interesting time. Um, and for us, it was about building that process because a lot of entrepreneurs don't focus on the process and they can't scale because the process isn't trainable. They can't get someone else to do it because they never documented it properly or they just don't have that, you know, rigid, you know, step-by-step thing they have to implement, so. Yeah, it's really key in uh, scaling for sure. Yeah. That's the difference between being a sole trader and kind of, you know, scraping different jobs and try to get, you know, your uh, basic processes so it's actually functional and then, Mm. you know, setting up a company with systems and, you know, onboarding employees, contractors into your systems and having, you know, systems for everything from production, post-production, marketing, finance. And, and it's basically, it is, it's all about creating value, right? Like, obviously it's, um, it, it makes life easier to have processes. However, the main, the main essence of those processes is they they actually extremely valuable they mm. add to the value of your company yes right if you're um a sole trader with uh, with a handful of clients um there's there's no much to you can maybe sell your client list or yeah. refer them but there's not there's nothing much more than that <laughs> however probably steal it when they build a business the problem <laughs> no right, your competitors probably yeah exactly your clients is, so there's there's a big danger so yeah i mean building ip um, and, and what you're doing there is cute because what you're doing is you're taking what you know and you, you're basically systemizing it and creating something that's, that's duplicatable and, and then mm-hmm. and it's easy to replicate and, and expand that way rather than try to do a custom solution. I guess it's the same as building a house, you know, or, or building a custom house, you know, there's big, big differences in that, right? Yeah. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about because um, we're running we're running pretty close to the line now. But I want to talk about a little bit about video funnels and stuff like that because, uh, as you said, you've just sure stuff on that. So what's your sort of number? Say, give us two or three tips on on what you should be doing in video funnels. And and the concept is that obviously these funnels are typically more than one page, right? So they're they're taking through a process of a couple of videos, perhaps. Um, so getting them from the initial sign up through to some sort of end end result, right? Okay. Um, well, there's obviously there's many, many tools mm-hmm. out there available to create funnels, whether it's, um, you know, um, Unbounce or uh, ClickFunnels or, you know, there's, there's all those tools that are existing that helps you to create landing pages and, you know, to um, have content display there and whatnot. But really, if we take it um, a Mac macroscopic view basically a funnel is a way to um basically bring awareness to your brand or your service Mm -hmm. um to answer people's questions about and, and to retain their attention and then to give them an offer or like a call to action and these are the three main steps or the three main 
um, parts of the funnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way that we create those projects for our clients uh, typically is, you know, it's about what we were, com- uh, the part of the conversation earlier is about repurposing materials. So typically we spend X amount of time, at least half a day, a day or more, depending of, of the client and the, and, uh, the size of the, of the business or the, or the project. But basically, we film some material that allow us to create different type of content to repurpose in different ways. Mm-hmm. So typically, at the top of the funnel, you would have an advertisement. So you would have an ad, whether it's on social media or on TV or on billboards. But it's something that grabs the attention and that addresses the pain of the uh, target market. Yep. And, and so basically um, from that, and, and this is an ad, right? So advertisement, um, there are different ways that, that we can create these ads, but in general, um, you really just wanna be punchy and, um, and to the point and then um, you know, put a pain out there and then say, we can help basically. Yeah, you've got then the, the second layer <laughs> is once you brought awareness uh, to your target market of your product or service and they are curious about it, then you, uh, we create mat- uh, content, video content that um, addresses the questions that the, um, that the potential uh, clients, that the warm leads now has about your product. Right. It's like when I told you about edit on the spot earlier and then you go, yeah, but can I do this on Zoom or is it possible to do it on Facebook? So, yeah. So one of our um, uh, best uh, um, advice here and um, a type of material that works really well for most businesses is to record um, answers to your frequently asked questions, your FAQs. Gotcha. Yeah. So for each bit, for every business, it's really important to keep a keep track of what are the questions that you receive over and over. You know that your that your customers are, are asking any yeah. type of business, whether it's a restaurant or a you know or a SaaS product like yours. So they're always going to be curiosity. <laughs> so it's ninety percent of the so questions. The, so the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, so by recording, um, by recording uh, answers to those questions, uh, and then obviously uh, optimizing this uh, for search engines, and you know having them available on your website, having them available on you know on different platforms, um, that that basically um, warm up your uh, your target markets to your business and they are now in the phase um, once their questions are answered or they have you know enough point of contact with your business um, through those questions then they want uh, they are in the selection phase so um, they're gonna then decide if they're gonna go with you or they're gonna try to find an alternative so this is where um, we create another type of material and another type of video content which is um, call to actions basically and usually what we workshop or strategize with our clients is uh, what is a, an irresistible offer that um, you can give that will, in a call to action, that will um, make this warm leads becoming your client, like jumping you know, on board and um, with, uh, with delight, right, really. So 
So that's that's the main process, right? And then, I mean, I could extend on which platform we use and you know how it's uh, how we um, uh, how we uh, get the results, you know, of how we use the data or how we tweak, you know, the the different part of the funnel. Um, because uh, you know we do some say um, split testing, you know we can have uh, two different ads running and then see which one performs most for which market. And there's there's a lot in, in the back end, but the basic I strategy yeah. is that try to attract attention, get awareness, uh, answer questions, and then have a call to action. So with all those points of contact with your with your market, you can warm up your leads and. You know, sell them your people, goods or services. Some people might think, "I oh, just film one video; it's good enough, right?" So they they won't address those scenarios. They'll try and lump it all in one spot. So what you're doing is quite logical, and it's and it's it's gold when you think about it, because most people don't think about that process so much. So they're thinking, "I'll just do one marketing video, or I'll just do one thing, and that'll be it." But the reality is that you need to address the the thing at the right time. So that customer is not necessarily interested in frequently asked questions unless they're interested in your product, right? Because they don't care about it at all. So getting them the right time and getting that video at the right time at the right space and answering the right questions yeah. is, is a, probably a great way to automate ultimately because what you can do is you can take that potential customer and, and, and basically you know get them watching a video that means you don't have to answer that question then. You can move on to the next thing in terms of that. So it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, typically, you know, like we have, there's there's a step in this um, in this funnel where we capture um, the contact details of the when we when we believe that the customer or the potential customer is engaged enough, you know, within this, the the funnel, then we we capture their contact details and then we organize, you know, some sort of sales calls or some sort of, yeah. you know, um, post. Um, you know, uh, email funnel or something like that, you know, so there's, mm -hmm. so we can get, then get in contact with them. So the first part, like you don't, you don't really know who's, who, who actually watches your videos or who is, you know, until they get engaged sufficiently. Until I start, forms. <laughs> until I start yeah, exactly. forms or some description. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's, um, okay, that's my two bits of insight on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your five second, your five minute job. Cool, man. You've done a great job. Um, I really appreciate your time. I really, um, and it's fantastic. You got some, we've got some fantastic gold nuggets in there. So I think if, if people just take one or two things away from this, they're um, they're going to make a big difference in what they're doing now. So um, so just to recap on how someone can get in touch with you, you've got the two websites, right? So you've got the freedompotential.com. Yes. Freedompotential.com.au. This is our video production business, mm -hmm. uh, including a studio on on the Gold Coast. Yeah. By the way, if you are in lockdown and you have uh, work to do, yeah. um, we we have actually serviced many uh, Melbournians, uh, Sydney siders, uh, Malaysian companies, um, you know, American companies that have, that need to um, to film on the Gold Coast yeah. uh, and. Um, because we're open for business, basically, we, uh, we interestingly enough, we um, we we set up and, and and then we have the the clients direct from like um, from afar, like on Zoom. Yeah. So we bring you on Zoom and then we switch between the cameras and then we can show you which uh, angles. I've seen and, that happen and in sixty minutes. Like in, recently, with sixty minutes when they got locked down, I think they basically started this concept of of interviewing people over laptops. And they yeah. must have had a camera or something at the other end as well, because the camera work is 
is done without the without them in front of the computer or the, you know it must be a side camera or something like that so it's quite smart because they can cut out to the oh, yeah. camera and bring it back well there's a there's a lot of tricks these days uh, as a, there's a lot of uh, expertise you know like in in um in organizing those remote uh, interviews and uh, and, <laughs> and and content and then um editonthespot.com that's our startup that's um we film where you're editing uh, sorry it's the other way around we edit while you're filming uh, on demand and um yeah this is how to um to connect I'll say to uh, yeah. if you go on our yeah. if you're interested in editing on the spot um we have a, a better program right now and uh we're offering some uh free trials Mm -hmm. uh, so you go on the website and then you can register for the beta and we will be in touch and, um, and cool. set up um, with you. That's great. And it's great to see. I mean, I think Australian innovation is always good to see, right? And, and I think there's a lot of stuff coming out of Australia, including the fridge. So basically, it's a great idea. It is. But thank, thanks so much for coming on the show and uh, we'll probably You're come welcome. back on again some, sometime soon. My pleasure. That's a wrap on another awesome episode for the Startup Secret Show for Nippinaws. Just before you go, if you like this episode, we'd be very grateful for a five-star review. Please also consider recommending the show to a friend or two. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes at StartupSecrets.show right now. Until next time, if you're an entrepreneur, make a start on your next great business idea today.